Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was squandering his property. So the rich man summoned the manager and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management, because you cannot be my manager any longer. Then the manager said to himself, What will I do, now that my master is taking the position away? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do, so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, How much do you owe my master? He answered, A hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it fifty. Then he asked another, And how much do you owe? He replied, A hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and make it eighty. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. The Gospel of the Lord. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. Have you ever read this parable that Jesus gives and goes, wait a sec, wait a sec. Is Jesus saying we should be dishonest? Is Jesus saying we should be seedy and kind of mischievous like this dishonest manager who starts changing the numbers in the books to make friends before he loses his job? Well, obviously, Jesus would not want us to be dishonest. But what he is teaching us today is that we should be, as it says in this translation, shrewd, smart, clever, practical, prudent. That's kind of what shrewd is, right? And in fact, when we put this in connection with the rest of our readings, with St. Paul talking in the first about how he preached the whole gospel to all these Gentile communities, we can say that God wants us to be shrewd about spreading the gospel, about living the gospel, and about spreading the gospel. And this is what Jesus is commending when he uses this parable. He is highlighting the importance of being smart. And he says, sometimes even the people of this world, the children of this age, are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. You know, sometimes the worldly-minded people who only seek for materialism and wealth and power, pleasure, and status in this life, they are very shrewd. They work really smart. They are very clever. And they have plans, and they know what they want and how to get it. And Jesus is saying, look how hard they're working for things that are going to be gone in a very short amount of time. Because eternity is what matters. 
We need a supernatural eternal perspective, but we also need to be smart within that eternal perspective. Let me just quote from you now a little commentary, uh, the Navarre Bible Commentary, a very well-known scripture commentary. On this parable, it says this, the parable of the unrighteous steward is about urgency and preparedness. About to lose his position, the steward makes use of a pressing situation to find favor with his master's debtors and prepare for his future. Christians should take even greater care to prepare for life in the world to come. So we want to be prepared for the life of the world to come by living a life in the gospel, but smartly. And one other thought is that some people say, well, maybe he was taking out his commission, and that was the way he was reducing the cost for his manager, or his, his uh, employer's um, uh, customers. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. If that's what he was doing, well, hey, good for him for being smart and selfless. And if he wasn't, well, he was still shrewd. And we can at least learn the shrewdness. And so I'll just quote as a closing here. Something from St. Gaudentius, who talks about this parable. The unrighteous steward signifies the devil, whose dominion over this world is nearing its end. Having wasted the Lord's goods by stripping us of divine grace and friendship, he now works anxiously to make friends by deception and empty promises of forgiveness. While his ardor and foresight are worthy of imitation, his wicked and dishonest tactics are not.